Hey everybody, welcome to Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. My name's Buddy, he's Blind Mike Staddy. Blind Mike Staddy, say hello. Hello, hello. Blind Mike Staddy, this week we have with us the McChicken King himself, Tim Ridgegold. Tim, how's it going? I'm getting there, man. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, good to speak with you both, especially uh, the Blind Mike Staddy and also uh, Pastor Jose. <laughs> <laughs> So, I bless you. <laughs> so, God, bless, God bless you. Just going back to that to that McChicken challenge, um, I saw obviously VD hosted it, did fantastic job from Scranton, did did great on the sidelines. Um, I don't know who did the national anthem, but he killed it. Um, but so, but how did that all that come together? Because I saw I saw the kid in the Facebook group talking about it. We're we're parts of that illustrious Facebook group, um, and I, and I saw one of the kids talking about it, and he kind of seemed like shook. And then then you know I don't know if it was just bravado on the show, but I, I, he tried his best. Talk about that a little bit. Well, first of all, the guy that sang the national anthem is not uh, just anyone. That's Chi Boy Chop, Chop Clambino, uh, the Chi Boy. So oh, I, uh, I apologize. It, I'm I'm new to the to the like minifan like Twitter world. I apologize. That was an honor to have the sheriff there because he's my sheriff and your sheriff. So uh, <laughs> uh, that that's a whole different story. The hat was fantastic. But, uh, on, uh, he, he did a spectacular job. The high notes were just perfect uh no it it as far as it goes um i'm the first one to eat on the network i, I went on mincel intel uh i was hungry i had some subway so I'll, I'll crush some subway while i'm on a zoom call i do not give a fuck uh and then um it just kind of spiraled from there but then just you know this guy like i, I like him He's a sweetheart, but like he just kind of started doing his own thing, like eating out of a hat and all this shit. And then I don't know. As far as uh, the kids say on the street, like he came at the king, and I don't know. Honestly, like I didn't get cut. I didn't get touched in that fight. Um, I'm beautiful. You started I'm late ready. too. You were yeah. like a minute and fifteen later than him. No shit. I made a fucking smoothie, dog. Uh, I'm ready. Like. I'm ready. I think I could fight again. Maybe the fucking New Year's Eve card in fucking Vegas. Or if not that, certainly, certainly the Valentine's Day card in Madison Square Garden. Like, I'm down. Do you have an opponent in mind? Anyone. Anyone that wants to fucking lose and look stupid. <laughs> um, so, Blind Mike's Daddy, uh, when, when we were talking about, about having you on, Tim, we, uh, I, I kind of was like, I don't know who he is. And he's like, yeah, he handed you fireball and soccer. Was that true? Did you have fireball? Yeah, the bucket. I love, I love every time everyone's just like, I have no fucking idea who that guy is because I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> completely worthless. No, no, completely worthless. Not worth knowing. Uh, did I give you fireball out of bucket? Is that how we met? No, we met at the drive-in, but you put your bucket down, and I went and I took. A, oh, I oh, took I a see. fireball for myself, but that's how I remember who, who Tim was. That's how I want to be remembered, you know, like uh, on my gravestone, staggering around a drive-in with a fucking fireball bucket in 95-degree weather trying to pass up warm shots. <laughs> you weren't as bad as Pink Floyd guy there. Or the, that kid. You were at the house. You went to TJ Hubbard's family's house for the pre-show on Friday. You were there, to be, right? 
to be perfectly, I, I mean, not, you know, not, not blowing my, not toot my own horn here, but I have the, uh, penultimate video of, uh, Zeppelin guy. Um, Hi, Zeppelin, Zeppelin. Uh, you know, Austin, um, he was in a special mood that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I felt bad. It's all good. Him, yeah. Uh, Go to party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye, McStaddy. Um, I don't know. I guess we could start with our usual round of questions. Um, how did you start getting into Kirk? Were you a WEEI guy or did you come aboard once he switched over to Barstool? I mean, uh, sales i'm an outside salesman so i have a lot of windshield time uh <laughs> industry speak guys there's a little insider lingo um so i drive a lot and uh i've listened to kirk um i mean since the beginning uh and so i used to tell people like i would i would listen to segments and then i'd go into like sales calls and uh I'd go into places and I'd be like, dude, do you listen to fucking EEI? And they'd be like, what's that? Like, you don't know who Kirk Minahan is? And it was just like this electric fucking once in a generation level, like talent for the radio where it's like, you should have to pay for this shit because he yeah. is doing things no one has ever done in that medium. And it's always since Howard Stern, since Howard Stern, since Howard Stern, but since Howard Stern, as far yeah, as of course. making people uncomfortable, fucking with management just really really um i'm gonna be good no matter what happens here so i'm gonna push it i'm going to be great and you can fuck all if you want to get rid of me and uh it, it it was the greatest free radio of all time and especially like 2016 from like I want to say like March up until the lead up to the election. That was, uh, I, I believe that was the greatest radio uh, of all time. And uh, I don't know. It was just special. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Kirkson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. No, but so, but I agree with you that, that I, I was listening along um, all that time. That we, we say it every time we talk about the old days. That's, that's when he came to life. He was so, he was so good then. It just changed. Like I would, um, at the time, I was working overnights at um, like at a uh, factory in Providence, and I I would like sneak away from like my job at six to put EEI on because like the first half hour of him and Jerry was so good before that first commercial before they had to get like serious it was like that was the best listening that there was at at the time and I just I I couldn't get enough of it, um, but so so going off of um, talking about EEI let's. Let's fast forward all, all the way back to a couple weekends ago. Um, so how did you get involved in the Courtney Fallon beef? And I need, I, like, I don't favorite tweets. I'm not, I, I'm, I, like, my, like, my likes are sacred. I think I have, like, five or six likes. Um, I, but that, that tweet, when you, when you said your name was Mutt, you worked in, you worked on fucking Bright, you worked in Brighton or whatever you said. I just, I, I never laughed so fucking hard at a tweet, man. I swear to God. I was like, I was like, that's just classic Kirk right there. I was like, that's a classic Kirk joke. My name's Mike. I go by Mutt. <laughs> so, like, my thing is, like, uh, so the, the first time I met Will, like, it was like, uh, I had a dog that was very sick and dying, and uh, I, uh, my wife and I couldn't attend Madawaska. I had tickets for her and I, oh, no. and uh, so I had to I had to like get rid of it. So I gave it to Latino Kirk. So me and 
Will and Scuba Steve met, and we went to Madawaska together, spent the weekend, yada yada. We did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and then I did like that road trip with Will, like yada yada, going down south with Latino Kirk, and uh, you know I met Will's family and shit. Like uh, I know Will, uh, I know Will pretty well as far as like um, I, I consider him a friend. He's a really good kid. Um, and so, you know, when you hear someone that like reminds you of a younger, uh, disillusioned, mis, uh, misplaced you, um, you know, you just kind of like be like, fuck off lady. So when some lady like that, that's like, I was giving this kid $75 a week, which is what I give my fucking lawn guy, uh, a week, (laughs) um, (laughs) Uh, like to be like come shoot my instagram shots and shit like uh yeah but then you crucify him like that uh, I, I i don't know will will's a better guy than people think but he's also uh he is he is will so um, yeah i could i could totally see that i don't know yeah well that that was like my takeaway from it well like i don't have a dog in the fight i'm i'm a minifan. fan you know, like like you are from from back in the day. I never really got into like the mental intel thing when it was at its at its height. Um, I never really got into like an, anything. I say it all the time on this um, until until just a few weeks ago, and I just like I I'm seeing like what's going on. I like I kind of listened to a little bit of her podcast, said, like whatever, and I'm just like, how the fuck is this lady like shitting on? you know, shitting on Will when like like Vigilance Dave is pointing out like how much of a fraud she is, and it just in it and um it roles reverse if it was like a guy we'd be shitting on him too so i just kind of i don't know but then everybody's coming like to white knight for her and like this this dude out of nowhere challenges you to a fight i'm like this like what the fuck are we talking about here we're talking about like betting picks and someone being a fraud you want to fight over this like lady and like and i totally get like hey like if she's your girl like you gotta like whatever but you're just trying to like fuck like what the hell like, it just doesn't Honest. make any sense Honestly, I went down, I, I looked at the comments that like VD was doing, and then I found the first four with the most comments, and then I just said, Simtastic, Simp of the Year, Simp 2020, <laughs> on like the first four. And then he responded, and he went, he started to get fucking psycho shit. He sent me like DMs and shit. And like I said, like went back in the day, anytime someone would call in and want to fight Kurt. They, Kirk would always be like, come down, 20 Guest Street, pal. Like, yep. I'll, I'll fight you in the parking lot. I'll beat your ass, and then I'll fuck your I, wife, you know? Yeah. Like, I know you're uh, not coming, pussy. I know you're not going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. You're so, not going to be here. <laughs> I just figured that was the best way to play it. Oh, it's um, so good. It was, I, I, I thought it was pretty funny as far as that goes. I I, I don't know. People, people fucking suck. Fuck them all, yep. you know? So have you have you made calls into the show at all, or do you just no, are you just doing the saying the Twitter stuff? That's my number one question on my notes. Now, uh, <laughs> like, I have called into the show, and every single call has ended in abject failure. Uh, oh. <laughs> so when I'm speaking, that that was I, I'm honored to be here because. Like as far as like going on like um, going on like a camera and talking or doing stupid shit like making a fucking McChicken uh, blender fucking pie last night or whatever <laughs> like um, what Blind Mike's daddy does uh, that 
is really, really hard. And I don't think people like the, the parody songs there. That's an, that's a different type of talent also that I don't have. But uh, what, what what Blind Mike's Daddy does, and Pastor Jose, and uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck else you do, you fucking scumbag. Um, <laughs> it, it's it, it it's a special talent because there's a there's there's a different type of pressure, and uh, it, it it's cool. It's cool people that can get it done. Um, I, I I really appreciate it. It's an art. My wife uh, called in months ago and got Kirk to sing us uh, a John Prine song that's dear nice. to us. Um, and uh, it, it was really awesome. He was in a good mood that day and he played along. She asked him to sing Getting Jiggy With It. Um, <laughs> uh, and he laughed, but she said, no, no, I have a serious request. And uh, he, he sang a John Prine song. John Prine had just, just passed away. Um, and uh, Kirk, Kirk knew the words and uh, he played along and he did a really nice uh, thing for us. So was, that, was that, that was your, pretty sweet. Was that your wedding song? It wasn't, right? No. That, I'm it, trying to remember. It, it was for our 10 year wedding anniversary. Okay. Um, okay. It wasn't our wedding song. Our wedding was a absolute fucking shit fest. Like we had an open bar. You could make your uh. own drinks and we played the last waltz by the band two times through. And that was it. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, no. It was uh, no, it wasn't our actual wedding song, but it's just a song near and dear to us. And uh, yeah, she uh, she had a good moment. So that's good. So on the subject of calls, do you do you like calls into the show? Do you want more of it, less of it? We didn't get any calls this week. How do you feel? Listen, if <laughs> that show didn't have uh. I'm going to say Blind Mike's Daddy first, just because he's here. But Cali Billboard guy. Oh, my God. He's my favorite. Fucking him, yeah. Sopranos guy. Uh, Friend of the uh, show. Uh, there's, there's so many people that take time to formulate something and come up with something, you know, creative or non-creative or absolutely fucking dog shit. But it still works and it still plays no matter how bad it is or how good it is. It, uh, his ability to make that something that's gold is, it's fucking gold. And so the people that put out great stuff, it's great. And people that put out dog shit, it's still great. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, the calls are, the calls are, I think, essential at this point because it gives, you know, an, an instantaneous outlet to the fans to talk and do their thing if they have the balls to step up. And I mean, I'm talking to one of the best right now. I, I can't believe you're so fucking good at it. I, I I can't believe you're so fucking good at keeping your cool, like as, as a gambler, poker player, whatever. Like, I can't believe you're so good at just holding it and then dropping it. It's unbelievable, bro. <laughs> yeah, Bravo to you, honestly. Thank, thank you. Um, yeah, I get I get really nervous sometimes. Like I have to go like hide, like if I'm at work or something, I have to go like hide in the corner. I get I get I get so nervous. Like my heart, like sometimes you're on hold, you like the heart's just racing. I'm like shit, shit. What am I gonna say? Um, and it, like the last call I made, once Kirk called me out, I I was, I was like fuck, I gotta get off the phone. I don't, I don't know what else I'm gonna say because I had I had I, I, I had just I had discussed it with Buddy like oh if if Kirk says this. 
what, what are you going to say? I'm like, I got it. I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this, this, and that. And then Kirk called me out. He's like, this isn't the, the guy that, whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, no thanks. I, I got to go. That's all I got. Before so I how'd you get... How'd you get into all this? How like how how'd you get? Well, as far as what being Blind Mike's daddy or just being a fan of the show, like when did it when did well, it hit you? Uh, but, but mostly on Barstool once he did the transitions because I wasn't a morning drive guy. So so because I was in the military and then Kirk kind of hit his peak and I started the job at the post office. So I was an afternoon drive guy because that's where my shift was. So I always had Kirk in the peripheral. I knew about Kirk. But he preached them to me, but I never, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> fuck. Okay. Holy what? fuck, you're a mincel. Oh yeah, my god. Much, yeah. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, so, so, he kind of just on the outside, and then he made the transition to Barstool, and I and I was already had the backstory and all the bullshit, so that kind of fired me up. I was always anti-social justice warrior, stuff like that, so... I just followed Kirk's transition to Barstool, and I've been hooked ever since. And here we are now, talking no to shit. Tim. Yeah. No shit. And and uh, buddy, like, what 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 flipped you? Like, when did you go? Well, I guess I'll uh, I'll listen to this fucking non-ending soap opera that you cannot jump into at any time. I I um, I've been like I said I've said it a couple times. I remember like when Kirk started on like like with John and Jerry. So um, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of like like when I've been a fan, but but probably for me like where you say it was that six month period just before the election for me it was like during Deflategate when he, he like him and John were just fucking like J- Jerry too, but I just feel like him and John were just so good then, you know what I mean? Which is like which is kind of funny because him and Jerry was the better show, but him and John during Deflategate just fucking pissed off was just so much fun. Um, so that's that I'm I'm from back then. So like like I said last week on the podcast, if if he goes three days a week, that's something like like guys like us have like have done already. Like we've gone weeks without hearing Kirk, without knowing if we're gonna get more Kirk, you know. So I'm just just happy to have like what we have now, you know. So how did? Sorry, go ahead. No, absolutely, Um, how did did you think this week's uh, shows came out? You know. Um, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of Quantum Week. Uh, I, I, you know, I've supported Toronto. What's interesting is I do the Mintel Intel, like, from time to time, like those guys, whatever. Uh, and then at the same time, like, I listen to Corano shit because I like movies and music and Mm -hmm. the way he breaks down movies and music. It's interesting and yada, yada. Um... He got his fucking face stomped, uh, like in to be in the same room as Carabas and Kirk while that's happening. Or while it's like everything you're saying is just like ridiculous and it's, it's unbelievable. It's it, it, it's unfortunate. The the thing with Kirk is uh, he needs someone with credibility in the room to push back on him. Um, because if he's just surrounded by like complete losers, he it, there's like a weirder dynamic. So like when he had like Jerry, because you know Jerry was like established and shit. Yeah. There's like a a give and take where like they had to each eat each eat each other's shit, um, so to speak. It's choked on a piece of gum, which is great. Um, 
But when Carabas is there, Carabas' credibility is he has a shitload of followers. Um, so Kirk has to give him a different level, and he just has a different level of uh, give and take with Carabas than he does with, you know, the Chris Chris's of the world. Mm -hmm. But listening to Carano get fucking smashed, uh, I felt bad because I like Carano's shit and mm -hmm. uh, his contribution as far as the live shows and just doing stuff to help the show as far as filling in has been indispensable. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, he got stomped hard, hard, I, hard, hard. I agree with your, with your opinion that um, Kirk is better with, with like a more established talent. And like, and like, I, I honestly like understand like the conventional wisdom that there's just more talent on the show and that's why it sounds better. Like I, like I understand that like if that was somebody's argument, but I just, I, I prefer the shows like, like you said with Jared versus when he's like running downhill, like, like steamrolling Mike, which that that is funny in its own right. But when that's when there's five days a week of that, it's kind of like okay, like like we get it. Mike's a dope, or Steve fucked up, or something like that. Um, so I I honestly prefer not not that Kirk ever does that for like five fucking days. Like that's outrageous. But like um, so I I prefer these shows with Jared because it's just like a little bit like you said. It's 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 more give and take. Um, one of um, what did you think about his opinion? about Quantum Week Chris and Carabas. Cause, because just so before, I guess we'll, um, maybe we'll start with Blind Mike's daddy, let, give him a chance to, to, uh, to go. But just be, before we go there, I, it's one of like the, the craziest things I've ever fucking heard. Blind Mike's daddy? Um, I, thought, I thought Quantum Week Chris did a ph phenomenal job for being his first time. I mean, he has, he has some good questions that we've all had on our mind in regards to the, the project and his relationship with... with with Jerry, and it was interesting because he got that out of Kirk. I think that's what Kirk revealed. He was texting Jerry again, right? What I thought he did a, I, I just I, thought he did a good job because for being a minute fan, sitting in studio with Podcast Jesus, I thought he contributed the right amount. I thought the letter grade that he was given was too too generous, and I think that was because they're friends. But I don't think he did that bad of a job. I mean, I know you feel I know you feel a certain type of way. And I think the world needs to hear about it. But I mean, I thought, I thought he, I thought he, I thought he did well. Tim, I was, I was so mad. I called by Mike's dad and I, I yelled at him because um, I was like, I was like, we got, I was like, we got to fucking DM Carano right fucking now. This, that's fucking bullshit. And I'm, I'm, I, like, he's at work. I was like fucking yelling. And I, I'm, my wife's like, relax. It's like, what does it matter? And I'm just like, no, that's fucking bullshit. He knows the cook. And then, but my opinion was exactly what Kirk's was like. If I didn't see it on Twitter, I would I wouldn't have thought anything of it. I'd been like, oh yeah, he did a show. Like DEC did a show. To me, they were like like Kirk said exactly level. Now I just sound like I'm blowing him again. I I understand that, but like I I just didn't. I was like, okay, he's there, and and I agree. It must be so intimidating, and I agree. I I bet that he would do better next time, but I I didn't think he did bad this time. I just I got what I expected. What do you think, Tim? Um, I mean, I listen to every episode of. Quantum Week, I have uh, listened to every episode, and I $5 a month Patreon them. Um, oh, nice. Because nice. Uh, I, I, I think what Carano's done has been awesome. Um, mm -hmm. I think Chris's takes on movies are shit. <laughs> uh, I think he sounds like something between the parrot from Aladdin and... <laughs> some other thing that also is has an annoying voice I, it is um, what it is my voice sucks but uh it, 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 
it is what it is. Uh, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. It, it... <laughs> I have to apologize to Quantum Week Chris because um, in Sako I made fun of his voice. And I, to my wife, I was like, that's, uh, I just did a terrible, but I was like, hey, that's uh, Quantum Week Chris. And Chris turned around and was just, I was like, oh, hey, hey Chris, how's it going? <laughs> like, it's not that I don't like them, and it's not that I don't appreciate what they brought, but it's just like, if you're going to compare Quantum Week Chris sitting there in that studio to Jared Carabas, who Carabas gives you, like, inside baseball. He gives you, like, hey, this time I hung out with Portnoy in 2017, or just shit, just random shit. Mm -hmm. It's so much more interesting to people, and he's so much more, like, so I think his first appearance or his second appearance, he came in and Kirk said something about like, you know, you know, something with your mom. And he's like, you know, you're fucking weird. And Kravis shot right back. He's like, no, you're the one that asked the fucking weird question. Yeah, it's fair. And it was just like, <laughs> no one else would do that because there went, you know, uh, Steve might at this point, but certainly Blind Mike wouldn't. But it, it was like, he just instantly was like, you know, you know, I'm fucking, and it sounds stupid because it's like I'm fucking Jared Carabas, but it's like I'm fucking Jared Carabas. Like, we're here to like actually play ball, and he has the balls and the ability to kind of, you know, talk shit with Kirk, and it really plays really, really well when he's in the studio. What yeah. did you think? What did you think of Blind Mike's daddies and Matt Carano's assertions that we wouldn't have found out what Kirk texted Jerry without Quantum Week Chris there? Because I, I don't agree with that. I don't, well, I, okay, so to be fair to both of them, uh, no one's ever directly asked that question. That's fair. Um, so if no one, like, uh, I'm in sales, so if I don't ask you if you want to buy this, uh, I'll never find out if you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so as far as that goes, um, but that's you, interesting. But but do you think, like if, like if Steve was there and Kirk said, I texted Jerry and Steve said, what did you say? You don't think like Kirk would just Kirk would be like I'll fucking tell you because it was a good whatever it was a good conversation or he he knew that they were busting EEI so like he's like I'll I'll let that rip. Oh no 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 I don't I don't think Quantum Week Chris is some sort of like Doctor Phil fucking yeah, yeah. ghost whisperer that <laughs> pulled something deep out of Kirk Minahan. That, that's like, kind no, of what no, I thought Carano no. was saying. That's why I was like, no. what the fuck are you talking about? And and like like I like I tweeted. I honestly I like Carano. I like him on the show. I like the the mix of pop culture. He's uh, 10, 11 years older than I am, so I don't know a lot of, like, 80s stuff. But even still, I like to hear Kirk happy, and Kirk's happy doing that shit. Carano, well, we, uh, as far as, like, the Madawaska live show and uh, other, uh, Carano's been indispensable. I mean, he's great. He's great. Uh, like, I'm not trying to criticize him. I'm trying to criticize his of uh, opinions of what he thinks. Of course. Uh, uh, what, whatever, whatever. Uh, I just, uh, I don't think when you actually objectively fucking think that Jared Carabas and Quantum Week Chris are on the same level of someone that you want to have fucking chilling on your podcast. And Quantum Week Chris was good, but yeah, like, Jared, Jared Carabas, it just, it, it's different. It, it, it's kind of like, it, it's just different. Like, it's it, it's funnier, the Kowloon shit, the fucking Barstool shit, the inside <laughs> baseball shit. Like, it's just fucking... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, 
I'm a patron of their Patreon, so I feel like I have the ability to criticize. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Jafar, you know, <laughs> m- maybe wants his parrot back. <laughs> so, Kirk, it was it was a great week this week. We had like, you know, Quan Week, Chris, Matt Carano filled in. Yesterday we had we had um, Tim and Steve from Providence. We had Jared on Thursday. It was a unique week. What did you think of? Tim and, and Steve's appearance this week? I think, honestly, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it might have been my favorite show uh, as far as um, reminding me of the old show. Like, and, and yeah. Kirk, Kirk, every time someone's like, oh, WEI, Kirk, just like fucking fuck off. But like, that felt like, a non-stop call-in show um with like all the greats it was um, it, it was kind of like what they used to do to mutt except they just did it to steve kind of for like 25 <laughs> minutes like they were just like all right steve just you know bend over it's gonna get worse <laughs> when when they called that lady oh my god at the nursing home and they asked about his mother and she goes uh she didn't really talk about you that much <laughs> okay honest to god I was uh, with Will in Tampa, Florida, and he's about to get a tattoo on his ass. Uh, <laughs> and he was calling his dad, and he was like, Dad, you know, I'm doing it for the show. I know you watch the show. And he was on speakerphone. His dad goes, you know, I, I, I you know, I don't want to burst your bubble, but uh, I don't really listen to the show that much. I don't, I don't really follow. <laughs> and there's just like this look on fucking Will's face in the Tampa heat. Um, so I feel like it was the uh, kind of exact same situation. It was perfect. It was perfect. Like, uh, she hasn't she hasn't worked here for twelve years. Yeah, no. It, it, I I was pulling into a gas station and I had like tears in my eyes and I was like getting like you know getting out of my car like you know fucking uh, just no. Uh, she never really talked about you and the hysterical laughter out of Kirk. Uh, uh, you know perfect it was a perfect yeah, show so. i think yeah. it, i think it was a perfect show so so being that that that's your perfect show what what for you is like like the like your favorite kirk where like i i love i mean i i love happy kirk but i love angry kirk um what what to you like what's your favorite like kind of show that kirk does well uh i pinned a tweet for a couple weeks there where the cunt 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 uh that was my favorite show of all time um it will take a lot to displace it uh it kirk kirk reveals himself to his audience uh in a way that like not even seldom no other high level entertainer ever has as far as like this is actually what i am and what's going on and when he fucking freaks out like that uh, uh dude i mean it's jim morrison fucking smashing shit like it's fucking <laughs> uh it's all time it's all time great and i think hopefully eventually people will fucking realize like it's it's all time all time great what he's doing in these mediums, like all of the ones that he fucks with. He's the best. That's um interesting. So I want to go back into the OGs and uh, there was, I'm a big polls guy. 
Um, so the Kirk Minahan Show polls put out a tweet two days ago that uh, if Kirk is bringing a minute fans this week, who should be invited on Thursday? We knew who came in on Thursday, but th- these are the options that were out there. Kevin from <coughs> Bristol, Lauren Lynn, Kirk's desk, and Steve's a liar. Who, who do you think won this poll? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I know who won the poll, uh, okay, but so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you who should have won the poll. Right. I voted for Steve's a liar guy. I don't know who won. Wow. Wow. Have you ever seen a desk drop character? Have you ever talked to the desk? <laughs> the wow, desk, the desk fucks, dude. He fucks <laughs> and he fucks hard. <laughs> and I think, I think people in the poll were hard. Like they, 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 they're just afraid to fuck with the desk. Like he, he, he outside of Pimp Ride Minahan, he never, <laughs> he never drops character once, ever, ever. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I met him I, in Saco. I think he, he parked right behind us because I think we were both in the same row, and he was wicked nice there. guy. Like yeah. wicked nice guy, and I think um, as far as Mina fans go, I think he's probably top five. Uh, you know, most you know accomplished as far as uh, in life. So, uh, and he's a desk, and he's a good desk. He's he's a really good desk. So, no, I just I, I, I don't know. I think the the results are interesting. Obviously, Steve's a liar guy uh, blew everybody away with fifty percent of the vote, and Kevin from Bristol came in with twenty seven percent of the vote. Who was my my pick, obviously, and I th- I think he deserves more credit for what he gives to the show, and he actually you know quote tweeted it that you know Steve's a liar is the best song man of all time in my defense I do everything, Kevin Bristol does songs, prank calls, characters, written content, videos, and I'm moderately pleasant pleasant to look at. Fuck, I expect nothing for my efforts, but if you want to keep a talent dossier, I'm a big cock, and it's pretty true. I, I mean, Kevin made that great call as well on Thursday as the mechanic. And uh, I was hoping that he was going to be in studio with those two guys. But maybe sometime in the future we'll get Kevin in studio. I uh, I was lucky enough to meet Kevin and his, uh, you know, wife and uh, kids in Saco. Um, I had met him in Madawaska uh, mostly in the morning. Um when the drummer from his band was already blacked out, wasted <laughs> at like seriously nine in the morning, uh, already like fucking done. Um, so like, uh, Kevin from Bristol, um, he holds a special place cause I, you know, I respect the military and I love the USA and Captain Dorian Hungwell. Um, he, he is, uh, what I fear my wife will eventually leave me for. And I know, uh, if he, if they cross paths, like I'm in deep shit. So, uh, no, no, it sees the liar guy is a great contributor to, uh, right now. And, uh, recently, um, Kevin from Bristol is a absolute creamsicle fucking, cream king for years and years and uh it's different 
I, I think I think it's cream. That's that's exactly where I came down on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just heard cream in my ear. <laughs> Jesus, I just fucked up my chair. God damn. <laughs> That's, well, that's exactly where I I came down on it was was that like Kevin is has been like an OG, you know since since he started calling EEI, but but on it like since camp like the Kirk Minahan show started, Steve's a liar guy like has made more of like like an imprint. So that's why I was like I I think he's the person who is most deserving, and I think it would be interesting. We never get to hear from him ever. No, we the, you know like he's he's very private. Um, Kirk says he looks like uh, Weird Al, which means he must look nothing like Weird Al at all. Um, uh, Tim, you, you mentioned your wife. What does she think about this crazy fucking world? Uh, my wife is on Twitter. Um, yeah, she bought she cheese. Attends, I did she, see yeah, that. She, Cheesy, I did see that. She's a, she's a cheese buyer. Um, <laughs> she attends live events, uh, but at the same time isn't, you know, super into... Uh, doing you know fucking mcchicken challenges at your uh fair. office you know things like that but uh no she listens every single day um at rigels uh on twitter uh <laughs> she listens to every single show she uh i mean literally every single show downloads every single show and uh she made the most successful uh, call into the show that certainly a Rigel has ever made in this <laughs> lifetime. Um, so no, she's she's as big of a fan as I am. Um, she loves Kirk, and she realizes. I mean, it, it, it's not a joke. Like it's not a fucking joke. Like he's a once in a lifetime fucking mm-hmm. entertainer. Yeah, he he is. And yeah. there's so few people left that have fucking balls to do real fucking entertainment and we appreciate that so i don't know she's she's she, she fucking loves this shit she's got as many shirts as i do <laughs> she has the she has the ultra rare ultra coveted baby blue davy mouse shirt so oh yep i fucking ordered what i thought was a men's size extra large and i fucked up probably because i was drunk and ordered <laughs> a medium uh so it came in uh so she has i i believe what is one of the rarest pieces in all of the collections nice. we'll see time nice. will tell eBay i'm waiting for tell. my I'm waiting for my veterans fucking wind shirt to come in i ordered it last week still lame they freaking win. post office yeah parcel <laughs> always takes a while to ship their shit yeah um the the only thing I guess I guess we could end the uh, the week here by Mike Daddy if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. The only thing that that I wanted to get to, um, like, was I just and this is kind of like like out of left field now I guess. I I just thought it was so fucking low of Carano to to take a shot at John Scranton calling him like a, a drug dealer like that. Yes, I understand that they had their beef or whatever. He has no fucking proof of that. It's just it's it's just such like a, like a bullshit assertion. I just I I can't stand that kind of stuff. It's really low brow. Uh, as a person that's, uh, visited that young man's house twice, uh, I can assure you that's not his occupation. Uh, first, first and for, like, just first and foremost, like, that's, that's not his occupation. He's gainfully employed and, uh, probably more gainfully employed than, uh, most men fans. He's a really good kid. He helps every single person here 
like facilitate their shows and all of their shit. Mm-hmm. And he does it for free. And, 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 and when people decide it's time to shit on people, he's one of the first people that people shit on and that fucking sucks. So that's one thing. Second of all, if you walk around this world deciding to fucking accuse people of drug dealing, and then at some point you do accuse like a drug dealer of drug dealing, that's like not good either because that's stupid. So I, I don't know, <laughs> like as a libertarian, Carano's this big libertarian. So if anything, he should be like, you know, sell all the drugs uh, because they yeah. should be free anyway, because I'm a libertarian. So like to fucking wag his tail and do that shit. Like I said, I'm a fucking patron, so I'm going to criticize because I'm part of the Patreon. <laughs> but like if you're going to wag your tail in front of fucking daddy, like a like a like a doggy, like and accuse people of shit like that. Like, I mean, you know, that's not fucking cool. <laughs> like yeah. and I'll say that to his face. I don't give a fuck. So, speaking of that, like of, of like, say, like wagging his his tail in front of Kirk, that's kind of actually what I thought the Quantum Week Chris like argument was about. Because earlier in the day, or or maybe even with Quantum Week Chris, Chrono said, "No, I always agree with you." And Kirk was like, "I'm I'm aware." So I I kind of thought like I kind of heard a little bit of like fake arguing in there from Chrono. And maybe I'm wrong. I don't I don't listen to Quantum Week. I don't I don't know him at all. And and again, I say this because like if he hears, he's probably gonna fucking think I hate him. But I really really don't. I think he's great on the show. But like. In this one instance, I just kind of thought it was like a little bit forced. Like, there's no way he could actually believe that. And I just think he was just trying to be like, nah, I, I don't like, I don't want to agree with Kirk. And, and Chris is my guy, so I'll just stick my neck out. Okay, I, I want to get the Beck story, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Quantum Week's actually listenable as far as uh, Carano's breakdown of music, as far as like, like uh, the. Uh, like the setup and arrangement of music as far as uh, how music's made is actually really interesting. And it'll tell you like this beat from this rap song is ripped from this uh, Motown song in the seventies. And it's actually really nice. So like it, it, it's actually pretty decent. And then Chris's takes on movies are so fucking bad that <laughs> it, 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 it keeps you like, kind of like there, you know, it's just like, fuck, well, I got 45 minutes to burn. I'll listen to this. And I like it, so it it is what it is. But uh, I, uh, I I I don't know. This this situation is not is not favorable for uh, that team. Yeah, I just I I want to know like what's what the the backstory is on that that hate. Like, there's got to be a reason why he fe- yeah, like why he feels that way about you know John from Scranton. Kirk dropped hints too about the drug use, whatever. But we know John likes to do whatever he does on yeah. his free time. But but I really like I I don't know like like you said, buddy, it's a low blow. My my but, question uh, to anyone that says that about John, yeah. you know, this is your pod or whatever. But my question to anyone that says that about John is, have you ever um, done anything like that with John, or do you like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, have you ever been standing next to him? Like, right, well, right. You, what like, proof do you have? Yeah. Right. I think. I think. Well, going... Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, there's yeah. there's a guy that like 11 years after John Benet Ramsey disappeared came out and said I killed her, and they're like, no, dude, you're in Illinois when that happened. Like, we, like, we, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just like fucking say shit like that. And and I think uh, going I back to then and um, like 
John was like, "Yo, I'm I'm 30. I've been in my I've been in my career for eight years. Like I make fucking like regular money. Like you know, like we all are. Like I'm I'm 30. I've been in my career. Like you know what I mean. We're all like playing the same game. Like just to accuse him of of like being like a drug dealer for that. I just I just thought it was kind of shitty. Um, it could ah, be a jest. It could be a jest too. We don't know. It yeah, could be, oh, but, oh, it could but be that's over our head, and we're just looking like buffoons right now talking about yeah. it. But that's the other thing no, too. Tim, no, I, yeah, no, I one hundred, I one hundred percent, yeah, like one hundred percent. The tone, the tonality of what he said, and the way he said it, as far as like uh, when you're like a, uh, in sixth grade and you're like ratting out to the teacher some yeah, bullshit totally. that happened. Yeah. Like that was the exact same tonality of the cadence of his voice, and like I said, I'm a pay- I'm a patron of their Patreon. Five dollars a month, I get to say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. the, the other um, thing, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just I, I keep using that. But no, like, it's great. You know what I'm saying, it's a good dude? Point. dude yeah. he, he's ratting him out for fucking nothing. No, I agree. But so not, like, but not, but not ratting because he's just fucking talking. He's just saying, he's talking shit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's just fucking. I don't know. Like, if I go on a podcast where eighty thousand people are downloading it, and I go, "Hey, uh, you know the guy that plays Blind Mike's Daddy and Pastor Jose?" Well, you know, fucking, I saw him fucking Luca Mendotting a fucking cat the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, or fucking. It's like Kirk used to always make the, make the argument, like, "Oh, well, well, Tangway beats his kids or something." It's like, well, you don't have any fucking proof of it. Like, you don't need proof anymore. It doesn't matter. You well, just, I mean, you could just say. Tang- Tangway does beat his kids. Yeah, he beats them one way or another. Beats them one way or another. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, shit. oh fuck. What was I going to say? It was something stupid. Um, oh, shit. Blind Mike, do you have anything else? Um, ah, I think we did a good job today with our guests covering... Uh, <laughs> Everything that we wanted to talk about this week with Kirk Minahan. I'm trying to see. I don't think I think we covered everything. I think he did a good job. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. So oh. th- just sorry. Yeah, then, then we're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I'm 11 years younger than Carano. I'm 14 years younger than Kirk. I still like willingly and like often smoke weed. Um, I don't think there's anything fucking wrong with that. Like I don't. I I think. Like me smoking weed and my dad drinking a six pack, like they're they're fucking like they're the same amount of like of like okay that's what somebody does after work like so if John John wants to smoke a fucking joint on a show like why does that make him like such a bad guy he's like and I get that like Kirk thinks it's differently and and if it's on his YouTube channel he doesn't want that shit I understand that but like but like people I think don't like John for that and they're like oh yeah he's a druggie and shit it's just like because he's smoking a joint dude like, he's not fucking like blowing lines off hookers ass like Hunter Biden like what the fuck. Well, Sorry. I mean, in what twenty-seven, thirty-two states right now, basically. So there's a show on the YouTube network called Drinking Buddies, where you can imbibe alcohol and, um, uh, you know, have a competition. Perfect. So, in twenty-seven to thirty-two states right now, uh, smoking marijuana is the exact same thing as far as uh, alcohol. Where you can't do it in a car, you can't do it while you're driving, you can't do it in public, but you can do it in your own home and do as much as you want of it as you're an American, mm-hmm. you're free to choose. So that double standard is whatever. I, I you know, I personally don't use drugs or alcohol uh, ever. Uh, 
for any reason. Um, Good for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because I, my body's a temple and I keep that temple clean. Uh, however, um, however, if I have a bucket you know, of fireball in Sako. But if there were, there were people uh, in this world that would understand that the, the fact that it's uh, an American's right to choose, I think it would be people like her. Um, so I understand he demonized, you know, he kind of shits on people that like get like, you know, it gets baked or whatever. But at, at this point, I mean, like. That's just ball busting on his part, though. I don't no, I, I get that too. Yeah. It was the same as John drinking a beer yeah. on the stream. Before we go, were you guys both in Madawaska? I, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, we met we met you. It's, no, not in Madawaska. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Sako. I'm sorry. No, we didn't go to Madawaska. We shit the bed on that one. I know. It was a, one of the my great regrets. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I thought I thought you were up there. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, it was Sako. We met you in Sako. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to end the show, but we haven't even gotten into the secret project. I want to know what you think the secret project is. I'm excited um, for it. I think the secret project is um I I I I think it's going to be like a dateline cut style um where there's I I, I think it uh, if I had to guess, I, I <laughs> the, the great question, but I, I honestly think it's going to be something about women and, um, like, I, I don't know why this makes sense, but like things that have happened to women, like bad, like, yeah, like, almost yeah, like, like Dateline, uh, something like that, uh, something like that. But like, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I have honestly nothing to base that off of, but, uh, I, I don't know why. He keeps referencing women coming in, unless it's like uh, dead boxers, boxers, <laughs> or something. and it's all their widows because they're going to Brockton and shit. So, like, it might be just like dead boxers or some weird shit. But Kirk doesn't like that shit, so I, I, I don't know. Like, some I, I don't know. What What do you guys think? What What do you think? I definitely think it's going to be some sort of like investigative documentary. Uh, documentary. Um, I'm not sure what way it's going because he's he's made comments that he's had some wild interviews. You know what I mean? So, so it's it, it's it's probably up his alley. You know, he's probably gonna fucking find some hypocrite and and reveal like how big of a hypocrite this person is or something. And I hope it has to do with politics. But time will tell. We won't get it until quarter two is what he said. So we're gonna be sitting here guessing for for a while. Yeah, I think I think same thing. Like it's something investigative. I don't. I honestly have no idea what it could be. I guess if I had to guess, I would hope it, like like Blind Mike's daddy said, it was something like political or something where he, you know, he like he did for Cullen, where he's going after somebody's enemies. He heard a story. He's doing the investigating because he said today, right, or this week, it's something that that nobody investigated. So it's something that someone's story has slipped through the crack, and I think maybe Kirk's trying to tell it. Um, but what the. F fuck is it <laughs> he's like in basements I, in brockton like you said like like you know i think i think like penn and barstool made it very clear to not fuck with politicians so yeah, like totally. right yeah you know point. the whole you know the whole marty walsh investigation and mm -hmm. stuff 
like at first I was like, oh, he's going to talk to people that worked for Marty Walsh's like girlfriend, wife, whatever's uh, fake uh, charity. But yeah, then it was like business or something. There's no fucking way that he would get blessing from up top to fucking do yeah. something that directly disobeys in order to not fuck with politicians. Do, so, do you think Barstool killed the, the Marty Walsh investigation? Or or like do you believe Kirk when he says like they just ran into a dead end or, or it didn't work out? Do you think Barstool the one, the, is the reason it didn't work out? Well, could, could be. I would, uh, I'm going to use an old school sales technique. Um, I'm going to bounce one back at you beforehand. <laughs> uh, do you think that uh, Penn National Gaming stands to make a lot of money if sports gambling <laughs> was legalized in Massachusetts? I think they probably would. My stocks then, depend on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah too, actually that's funny uh buy that dip um but um no yeah that that that's what i'd say uh as far as that goes uh i i i, I don't know it's hard to say it's all of, you know it's how it's set up but um yeah do you have I any think so sorry do you have any questions for us before we go yeah you know um i ask every week question... nobody ever does no, my, my question would be, uh, first of all, uh, your cousins, so you were listening, uh, buddy, before, uh, you know, you know, Blind Mike's daddy uh, got on board. So when did it, like, when did it click with you that, like, hey, yo, you're fucking, okay, so I, I, I you know, buddy, you, get, you have a very nice very smooth speaking voice like it's he does nice. i he i honed it does. i honed it in it, uh, it, in mcdonald's drive-thrus for seven years i worked in the fucking window <laughs> so that's where i got you were you've owned your craft so like when when did it occur to you it's like i have this i can like i talk well but like you're really fucking good at like <laughs> doing weird fucking impressions of people like how did that how how did blind mike's daddy how did that can, can, have you explained this on the show before? I'm sure. Um, I, I yeah, I have. Um, the credit goes to uh, to to Steve. If it wasn't for Steve letting me get on, then uh, we, I don't think we'd ever have this character. Maybe we would, but uh, we were uh, minute ten was going on at the beginning of 2020, um, and I, you know, direct. I, we, buddy and I had. I said, let's make a period account. Blind Mike's daddy, nobody has it yet. Let's just see where it goes. Yeah, he when he pitched it, I was like, I was like, that's it's gonna be one of the ones where where when you call in a second time, Kirk's gonna be like, really, like you don't have anything deeper to it. But I was I was wrong. I'm I'm glad I was wrong. But uh, so you, how did you cook it up? Like like okay, so like honestly, when 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 the fucking seeds started happening, like what did you guys like fucking storyboard it or like how how did it go? yeah i would it's I would, fucking um, brilliant so thank you I, I i i bounce ideas not as much as i should but i in the beginning uh I bounce ideas off a of buddy and that we were trying to see where we could go with this character that's when i you know came up with having elva do you know miscellaneous tasks whether it's tiling my floor painting the house shingling my roof and and i'd also go to my prank call mentor and i always give him a shout out tim from canton is, yeah. has, a, has a brilliant mind and he's oh i'm always bouncing ideas off of him and he's like no you should do this and it's 
he just i'm always i look for people to help me with my ideas because right, right now to be honest with you i have nothing i have i'm, I'm, I'm i get a writer's block right now and i'm really pissed off nothing's coming to me as far as where i can go next after this pastor jose i have a, i have a germ of an idea where i can go but but I'm, I'm stalling out right now and that's a good thing we haven't been doing calls because i want my calls to be special i don't always want to call i want to space them out so when I finally hit that transition to Blind Mike's Daddy, it means something like it did last week when Mike came back. So there's a whole thought process, and it's it's we're, this is the world we live in. Where where other what other world are you gonna have this discussion? Like, oh, this is how I plan my calls and stuff like stuff like that. But it, it, a lot of thinking goes into it. Uh, I don't know why, but it just I love doing it, and I do it for you guys and for us. I, I love it. I, when I get the feedback on Twitter and and the laughs over the over the phone, it makes it makes my day. It really does. Well, honestly, I mean that speaks to uh, a big part of the Minifans that like you can workshop with. I mean, literally the Michael Jordan of fucking prank calls. Yeah, you can yeah. just like you can direct message Tim from Canon and be like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And yeah, the fact that you can workshop him uh, that, that that that's wild. So that's yeah. uh. You know, just, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's like, a collaboration. Like, I, I I need the help. Like, a lot of the ideas just, like, I'll be at work and something pops in my head, and I'll write it down. There was times that I'd text message buddy at 3 o'clock in the morning with one or two words and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I just need that there. It's an idea. It's an idea. <laughs> and, uh, but. When you just... broke the fourth wall between Pastor Jose mm-hmm. and fucking Blind Mike's Eddie. Yeah. I, it's one of my favorite. Okay, so Sopranos guy. Just being that I've seen Sopranos like nine times through, huge fan. <laughs> well, I, I love the shit. But when you broke that fourth wall, I literally, I, I almost got in a crash in Londonderry, New Hampshire, because I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, is anything real?" Yeah, uh, it was so fucking awesome Thank and you. so perfect, and uh, just the balls to do it and do it correctly. Yeah, um, yeah. it's I mean, it's it's very 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 awesome. Yeah, my my biggest fear obviously is getting flushed, and I think I kind of ruined it a little bit doing this podcast. But it is what it is. But the character has to constantly evolve. Like your parody caller, this is for all the aspiring parody calls out there. You have to constantly evolve. You can't keep coming at them with the same shtick. You have to, you know, develop your character. You have to have a storyline. That's this is so stupid that we're talking about it, but it is what it is. Um, but you, you, the, that, the parody caller has to constantly evolve because then it gets stale and it's not funny anymore and it has to be special. I can't always call as Blind Mike's Daddy because then the, the, it's not special anymore. It's like, okay, yeah, uh, it's Blind Mike's Daddy. But, but when you could develop a new character and then you do that transition and then you hit him with the Blind Mike's Daddy, like, ah, all right, that's a good call. So there's, I have a thought process. I don't know if it works, but I've been, pretty, uh, been okay with my calls, so, so I'm happy with the, the way I do things. And I think it works for, for Blind Mike's Daddy. So. <laughs> for Blind Mike's Daddy, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I, I think that's all we got. Um, yeah, that's it. I think we covered everything. I know. It's been an hour. Good, good. It won't buy, it won't buy fast. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Thank you very much, Tim, for coming on. Blind Mike's Daddy, say goodbye to the people. Take care, brush your hair. <laughs> Later, guys. If you shoot yourself enough with that, you kill yourself. The <laughs> <laughs> day where Matt, where we, we we were not successful in getting your mom on, Steve. Correct. But I think we have somebody else from your past on right now. Oh my! I think we do. Hello. 
Hello. Yes. This is Willie Banger out. I'm actually Steve's mechanic. Oh, you fucking oh, assholes. Like, why do you Steve, Steve. <laughs> Steve, I'm calling to tell you that your car is ready. And by car, I mean your wife's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Hold on. Did it get details? Is, is this it? Is, is your Steven. name? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is your name Willie Banger out? Is that right? Willie Banger out. My friends call me Will. Will Banger out. Will Banger out. Right. I had an idea. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Stephen, I've got that. They've got that cock pocket humming like a Maytag dryer. Listen, listen. Um, for a woman who gave birth to two children, she's tighter than Anne Frank's living conditions. I don't know. Did you even bang her? <laughs> Steven, I've got a question for you. I, you know, uh, hold on. Go ahead, Willie. Yeah, go ahead. Stephen, I was wondering if uh, your wife and I actually were wondering if you could if you could film us fucking, you know, like you did with your gay marine pals. <laughs> <laughs> what happens overseas doesn't stay overseas. <laughs> you know, Steve, I figured for once, Stephen, Stephen, yes. for once you you get to see your lady orgasm. That means coming, Steve. And and after after I pull out my thick throbbing member, I will even allow you to squat down and drink the chunky river of Irish cream that pours from her beaver and her rectum. <laughs> And direct. <laughs> and then you want to say the I choose, I choose to oh, come in both holes. Sure, sure, sure. My stomach hurts. I understand. Oh, anything else, Will? Well, I know what he's thinking. I, I expected Steve with a, a witty comeback. Like, I heard you Irish boys have small penises, but sure. I'm actually black Irish. My, my cock looks like a meatball stuck on the end of a broomstick. I don't so she knows it. She feels it. Trust me, pal. I don't know if that's... <laughs> She feels it. I, I, I've got yes. to get back to the shop. Sure. But, um, sure. But happy holidays, and uh, I'm going to pour a little whiskey out of her asshole next time I eat it out and think of you, my friend. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Just ducky. Very sweet. <laughs> Just it was ducky, wasn't it? <laughs> it's weird to hear a cream reference in there, but there. Tits, clits, bonkets.